Hey everyone, it's Donald welcoming you back to another podcast titled Safety, Security, and You. A podcast that was created to provide tips, conversations, training information, and news about all things security and safety to keep you informed, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. Once again, I'm your host, Donald Muhammad, a 24-year veteran in the field of public safety and corrections. I have spent a majority of my time in the private security field, providing safety and security for Fortune 500 companies, celebrities, and even data and property. Over the last 19 years, I have trained with the Illinois and Indiana Department of Corrections, Federal Protective Services Police, also known as the Department of Homeland Security, and completed training and holds numerous certifications in the field of private investigations, executive protection, and community policing. After witnessing the way our society has dramatically changed during these last five to six months, I decided it was time to devote the necessary resources to creating a podcast to really talk about all things security to help keep this new way that we're living, this new COVID-19 way, just to keep security at the forefront so we can always be prepared for what we should always be prepared for to keep us on our toes. I hope everyone had a productive and safe week considering a lot of people are still working from home. But I also know that restaurants are open and even bars and nightclubs are opening. Now, they are supposed to be at capacity limits, but we know that not all restaurants and bars are playing by the CDC recommended guidelines and also the rules that were put in place by a lot of local and state governments. There has been numerous situations where bars have been cited for overcapacity. And even in Chicago, back in the latter part of the summer, a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a cruise ship or a party boat was taken out of service because they were cited for being severely uh, over, you know, overcapacity. Now, for those who say that COVID-19 is a, is a hoax or I don't believe in it, well, not to share too much of my personal business, but I lost people to COVID. I lost a dear friend uh, back in April, somebody I had just saw in February of this year, a person that I considered a mentor, a person that actually married me and my wife. A person that I looked up to as a father that I never that I never had. And it was very hard to know that one day, uh, one week when it was announced that he was in the hospital and we thought he was going to be fine. And then less than two weeks later, he was gone. And that has continued to leave a very big void in my life. So for those who thumbnail knows about COVID, once again, I'm not here to uh, tell you what to do. 
I can just say from a personal experience that COVID is real and that you really have to be careful when you go to these nightclubs and these restaurants to make sure that you're not putting yourself and your family in harm's way. So the concept of being state of safe, excuse me, being safe still applies as even criminals. Yes, criminals, criminals are thriving in this COVID pandemic. They are taking advantage of this situation because they know people at this present stage are more concerned about their jobs or uh, COVID itself or, you know, you know, I was watching a report out of Harris County, Texas, where evictions are just skyrocketing and they were showing videos of the constables down in Harris County who were serving evictions and at these when they were serving these evictions they had to leave right away so people are more concerned about you know a roof over their head and food and their jobs but unfortunately in doing that when you're when you're focused over there you're not focused over here and that's where criminals come in and unfortunately this is where they thrive so criminals do not care if it's a COVID-19 pandemic that only intensifies their efforts to look for individuals not paying attention to cause harm carjack or even rob and once again for those saying well I have a concealed carry, you know, I, I I'm a concealed carry holder. Well, let me just tell you that two weeks ago, Saturday in Streeterville, now Streeterville is a nice little uh, neighborhood, just a little north of the downtown central business district. If you've ever been to Chicago or for those who are living in Chicago, you know, it is where Lurie's Children Hospital, Northwest Memorial Hospital, you know, that's that area. A concealed carry holder was robbed and had her gun taken during the robbery. As I stated on Twitter, the situation, the environment and timing always dictates whether it is wise to engage with the offenders. The problem happened when the hunted became the prey due to not paying attention to the surroundings or her surroundings at all times. By the time the hunted realized they were being targeted, the offenders were already on them with guns drawn in broad daylight. Now, just because this was a woman that was robbed and had her gun taken doesn't mean it cannot happen to men. Women are just as strong as men. Women can hold their own. Women are capable and they show it every day from law enforcement to attorneys to doctors. So just because the concealed carry holder who was robbed was a woman does not make it any different because there have been numerous men that have been caught off guard and have been robbed because they were not paying attention because unfortunately a lot of people once they go through the training they lose the one aspect 
that is sometimes not really brought up in concealed carry class, which is situational awareness. Yes, you're taught how to handle your firearm. You're taught how to unload it. You're taught how to familiarize yourself with it. And you're taught how to safely shoot it. And you are supposed to be taught the laws regarding the use of that firearm. But the one thing that is forgotten is constant doing threat assessment looking around you. So once again, without situational awareness at all times, having a concealed carry license means nothing if you're not using the training. And when I mean the training, I mean the mental training that we all have. We cannot allow our comfort zone to outshine our situational awareness because just because you have that firearm on you you have to make sure that for the safety of yourself and the safety of your loved ones your family of and the safety of those around you you have to constantly have that mental training going that goes along with carrying that firearm now before i go any further i want to send a sincere get well to the two la county sheriff's officers who were cowardly ambushed in compton california last night saturday september the 12th 2020. i will not elaborate on anything beyond that because the video was really disgusting to watch it was heartbreaking it did something to my core to watch that individual walk up to the passenger side of that police SUV and open fire. The video was disgusting to watch. And I just really wanted to send get well wishes to those to the LA County Sheriff's Office, the officers obviously that were shot and to the men and women out there who wake up every day striving to make a difference. So as I have stated before, there are good police out there who every day strive to make a difference in the communities they serve. Unfortunately, the bad apples have made it harder to see the good apples. And now all law enforcement are being targeted from all sides due to the current political and social environment that is plaguing this great country. I mean, we can go back to the LA County Sheriff situation last night when it was reported that you had people that showed up to the hospital blocking the entry and exit ways for both people and the ambulances and screaming let them die. I always try to use examples by saying, what if that was your family? What if you were riding down the street in your car? What if you were out enjoying the weather with your wife and your children and somebody just strolls up in another car and just starts shooting? How would you feel? How would you react to that how would you 
know or feel knowing that somebody is at the hospital blocking the entryway saying, let them die. The problem is we live in a, in a society that, as I said before, the bad apples are outshining the good apples and everybody's being lumped into one thing. But we cannot live our lives like that. There are bad doctors. There are good doctors. There are good construction workers. There are bad construction workers. There are good teachers. There are bad teachers. But it is unfair to lump all them into one basket. It's just not fair. It's not right. So as I've said once before, you know, you have officers out there who are striving every day to make a difference in the communities that they serve. And like I say, unfortunately, in this political climate, it's being outshined. So I really want to send a sincere get well to those L.A. County sheriffs out there and and hope that they pull through. And to the men and women that I know personally from CPD here in Chicago to the Cook County sheriffs to suburban departments. I know that there are good officers who every day get up not knowing whether they're going to come back to their loved ones or not. They kiss their wives, they kiss their husbands, they kiss their children. And they go out every day striving to make a difference. Unfortunately, every day, a lot of these men and women do not do not come back to their loved ones. So I hope that we can not allow the negativity that continues to come in the form of law enforcement, like the situation that happened in Clayton County, uh, Georgia recently. Once again, I'm not going to elaborate because I, I believe that as a protector, it is my responsibility just to put it out there, but it is not my responsibility to elaborate. As a protector, I have to walk a fine line between letting the public make their own assessment. It is my responsibility to put it out there and to continue to be a protector, not to cause division and not to uh, put my own feelings out there. I just, you know, it is my responsibility to call attention to it and let you make the decision from there. So the topic for tonight's podcast is a subject I did on my WordPress blog recently titled The Continuing Epidemic in Chicago. I decided to switch gears to talk about this epidemic that continues to plague Chicago and how no solutions are working as this epidemic is affecting all people, all colors, all races, whether we want to believe it or not. Now you may say once again, how is crime in the urban areas, how is that affecting me? I always tell my own clients, and I've said this on several podcasts, is that one of the things that my criminal justice professor told me is that crime migrates. Just because you live in a Tony suburb or a Tony neighborhood or a quiet area does not mean that crime will not migrate to that area. Even recently in the Chicago area, in the southern area, in Will County, Illinois, 
there was a situation where an individual was at a gas station and he was carjacked for his Dodge Durango. Once again, you wouldn't think that this would happen in a Tony area such as near Homer Glen in Will County, Illinois. The good thing about other counties outside of Cook County is that they will devote the time and resources to setting an example for offenders. So if you decide to come into these towns, these other counties outside of Cook County, they will devote the resources to catching you and they will devote the resources to prosecuting you and they will devote the resources to making sure that you spend time behind bars and that unfortunately is missing in Cook County so as I said before it affects us all no matter where you live it affects us all and that is something that I want us to continue to think about before a situation does happen. And now you're on Channel 7 News saying, I didn't think it can happen here. Now, the continuing academic epidemic in Chicago, and as we already know, there has been a lot of shootings and a lot of minors that have been shot and killed. So on Monday, September 7th, 2020, the Jory Wilson was riding in the car with family when the car she was in was riddled with gunfire. An eight-year-old beautiful little girl who was getting ready to begin remote school learning is now instead being prepped for her funeral. This has become more and more common in Chicago as more children are being shot and wounded and more are being killed due to the epidemic that continues to grip Chicago. The epidemic is not really being dealt with and continues to leave bloodshed and families crying. The police are outgunned, outmanned, and outnumbered. Their hands are tied behind their backs due to constant protests against them. And even politicians trying to score points by continuing to throw law enforcement under the bus. Officers have even come under attack when crime happens in urban communities and the communities rally against the police when they respond. Now, this same situation played out in L.A. last night after the, the ambush of the two sheriff's officers. People showed up protesting. And doing the protests, which, as I said before, which brought them to the hospital, a dispersal order was issued for them to leave. And obviously, because of the political climate, some people did not. And when the arrest was trying to be enforced, somebody else came and started to harass, antagonize, and basically come after the officers. And then that person ended up being arrested. It's no different here in Chicago, how Chicago police officers have been under constant attack after responding to calls, responding to shootings, responding to domestic situations to help. But because of the current environment that we're in, the 
defund the police and down with the police and this down the other when you do need the police and the officers are trying to help these officers have come under attack all because we've allowed the bad apples to outshine the good apples who are only trying to help the cook county state's attorney's office is a joke constantly allowing repeat offenders back on the street in no time just recently a walgreens employee was killed while on the job by a repeat offender who literally just had his electronic bracelet removed this employee was killed because allegedly she refused to sell the accused offender cigarettes recently now i want you to imagine you being at work you making plans to spend time with your family or you're making plans to watch the football game tonight or you're making plans to watch the football game on thursday you're making plans to do whatever you're doing with your life and somebody walks in after having their electronic bracelet cut off a repeat offender because of the inactions of the prosecuting attorney for the county that you live in and now you have now become the victim another victim because of the inactions of your local prosecutor's office neighborhoods are under siege people are selling their homes in downtown chicago and in all metro areas even in new york people are selling their homes and fleeing to more safer areas all while politicians continue to talk do news conferences and twitter responses but they don't even offer any solutions and if you look at some of the cities that are under attack, the only solutions that they are offering are to raise your taxes and to cut jobs. And in order to cut jobs to where law enforcement used to be hands off, even in a city like New York, law enforcement cuts are now being considered. And that is something that a lot of people are waking up and saying, let me sell my home. Let me get out of here. The problem with that is it becomes a trickle down problem. If you sell, if you're trying to sell your home or you sell your home and you leave without selling it, you're just creating more vacant space. So now you have stores that are vacant. Your housing, especially in downtown Chicago is vacant. So it has a trickle down effect. But once again, no solutions are being given by leadership. Even here in, in, in Illinois, the governor, J.B. Pritzker, he's never nowhere to be found unless he pops up to force his progressive income tax on Illinois. We have a governor that offers no solutions on solving the epidemic in Chicago, a governor that offers no solutions on the constant killing of children in Chicago, a governor that offers no real solutions 
to helping all people in Chicago deal with this epidemic. Chicago is under siege and continues to suffer from an epidemic that nobody wants to acknowledge. As a protector of people, it saddens me to see the rapid deterioration of my hometown, my city, and my state. But as a protector of people, it is also my duty to warn people about something our elected elected leaders continue to be silent on. We are definitely in an epidemic, not just in Chicago, but nationwide. Once again, if you look out west, they're dealing with the wildfires on the west coast. We still have no resolution to the situation that's happening in Portland. The situations that are constantly happening uh, in uh, Seattle, Washington. Nobody's offering any solutions to deal with these situations. And unfortunately, they're only going to get worse. And that's why I tell my clients all the time that you are responsible for your own safety. You are responsible for your own security. That's why I always train people to always use risk assessment, threat assessment to make sure that you are being proactive in everything that you do. Because at the end of the day, with this epidemic, there'd be no telling when law enforcement may get to you. And this is why I always tell my clients that once again, security starts with you. So after the conclusion of this podcast, I hope that you will have a better understanding on how this epidemic is affecting us all. Imagine you or your loved ones, like I said once before, are driving down the street. And in the blink of an eye, your life is tragically turned upside down. Imagine you being in the grocery store and your life is tragically turned upside down. Imagine you outliving your life. And because of this epidemic that is only getting worse due to COVID-19, jobs shutting down, unemployment, we are definitely in an epidemic. From regular everyday people to children to law enforcement, we are in the clutches of an epidemic that has never been seen on this level before. We have to stay vigilant, be alert, and constantly study our surroundings at all times to stay ahead of criminals who are intent on causing harm during this COVID-19 pandemic. We are definitely in an epidemic. But as I tell my clients, you control your security. So as I always say, I want you guys to stay safe. Have a great week. Make sure that you continue to know your surroundings. Be alert. And always have an idea of what is happening around you. Criminals are looking for ways to take advantage of those who do not know what's going on around them. As I tell my clients, you do not want to be the next statistic.
You guys have a great week. Thank you for listening. Once again, if you have any questions, any comments, you can reach me at info at diplomaticsecuritygroup.com. That's info at diplomaticsecuritygroup.com. You can also find me on Twitter at SecureYouToday on Twitter. And you can also find me on Instagram at Diplomatic Security Group. Have a great week, everybody. Hope to talk to you soon.